the zodiac for the month of Kislev, Sagittarius. To understand the connection to the Hebrew month of Kislev and the tribe of the month, which is Benyamin, the letter of the month, which is the letter Samach, the attribute of the month, which is sleep, the limb of the month, which is Keva, which is the womb, and to connect all of this also with the permutation of the four letters of God's ineffable name. As we know that the four letters of God's name give energy to the month, and being that each month is a new energy, each month therefore has four different letters of God's name. In other words, the order of these letters change from month to month, and therefore there's a different permutation of these letters. The permutation of the month of Kislev is Vav, Yud, Hey, and Hey. What is the meaning of Kislev? Kislev, the Bnei Yisoscha tells us, is made up of two words. Number one is Kes, and number two is Loi. Kes means to cover, and Loi, Lamid Vav, equals 36. Implying the 36 candles that are used in the menorah on the holiday of Hanukkah that falls out in the month of Kislev. The concept of these 36 lights, this energy, and this miracle to burn for eight days and eight nights came from the hidden light, the Ur that God hid after he created the world. And this light was given to Adam and Eve in paradise for 36 hours. As we know that Adam and Chava were created on Friday. However, Saturday night they were sent out and exiled from paradise. So these 36 hours they experienced this light of the hidden light. And these 36 hours went into the 36 candles of Hanukkah. And that is the meaning of Kesloi, that the hidden light went into the 36 candles. That is the interpretation of the Bnei Yisoscha. The, the Rebbe, however, explains that Kesloi means that that which is concealed, alluding to the higher realities of God, the hidden dimension of godliness, this now becomes loy to him, it now becomes revealed to every individual. In other words, in the month of Kislev, we have the ability to unravel the secrets of the Torah and the secrets of godliness. Furthermore, the number loy equals 36, which is 6 times 6, implying that we have the ability to reveal the secrets of God and that these secrets of God should impact all six emotions and all six emotions. Furthermore, the word loy, which is 36, also spells out the word eila, these, implying that you're able to point at these lights and these revelations because it becomes so clear and vivid to the individual. That is the meaning of Kislev. Kislev is the third month from the 
month of Tishrei, the month of the high holy days. Why is Kislev the third month from the month of Tishrei? Because Kislev parallels the third month from the month of Nisan. The month of Nisan, we were taken out of Egypt, and three months later, Nisan, Ir Sivin, the month of Sivan, we were given the Torah on Sinai. The third month was the month of the giving of the giving of the Torah to the Jewish people on Mount Sinai. And why the third month? For many reasons, but the idea of three represents Kohanim, Levim, Yisraelim. The Jewish people are divided into three. The Torah itself is divided into three. Because we have the Torah, Nevi'im, and Ksuvim, etc., etc. And three also represents the unity in the midst of diversity. For Torah must impact the entire world. Not only in the spiritual arena, but also in the physical and material arena as well. So just like the giving of the written Torah, of the Ten Commandments, was given in the third month from the month of Nisan, so too the Matan Torah, the giving of the Torah of Hasidus, of the esoteric level of the Torah, was also given in the third month. However, this was the third month from Tishrei. Why? Because primarily the idea of Hasidus is that a person should work on himself. And therefore the month of Tishrei is a month of introspection, a month of tshuva, of return, a month that a person works very hard on refining his character traits and praying to God. And therefore after the month of Tishrei, the third month from Tishrei, we are now receiving the Torah of Hasidus, the classical Hasidic approach to the Torah. In contrast to the month of Sivan, which comes after the month of Nisan. Nisan was a month of miracles. God took us out of Egypt and therefore he gave us the Torah on Sinai from above to below. In contrast to Chassidus that came about from below to above through our suffering, so to speak. After the Chimilniki massacres in 1648 and 1649, and through tremendous prayer and hard labor, we were zoicha, we merited to receive, starting with the Baal Shem Tov, the teachings of Chassidus, and primarily the teachings of Chassidus Chabad, which we celebrate on the 19th of Kislev, the third month after Tishrei. The month of Kislev is known as the Chodesh Hagula, the month of redemption. And it's a month of Yom Tif. It's a month of many holidays, second to Tishrei. Tishrei, of course, has many holidays, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, and Simchas Teir, etc., etc. But the month of Kislev has also many holidays, starting, of course, with Hanukkah, an eight-day holiday. And then you have Rosh Chodesh Kislev, which is the day the, the Rebbe came home after the, the heart attack, and then you have base Kislev when the books of the Chabad library was returned. And then you have Tes Kislev, the birth and the passing of the Mitle Rebbe. Yud Kislev, the day that the Mitle Rebbe was redeemed from prison. Yud Dalit Kislev, the day the Lubavitcher Rebbe was married to the Rebetzin. And then you have, of course, Yud Tes, Achav Kislev, when the Alter Rebbe was freed from prison. 
which is known as, we stated earlier, the Matan Torah, the giving of the Torah of Chassidus, and also known as the Rosh Hashanah, the new year of Chassidus. And furthermore, the Altarebbe went out the second time from prison during the holiday of Hanukkah. And all of this is connected to Hanukkah because Hanukkah is the holiday of the oil, the miracle of the oil. What is oil? Oil is something that floats upon water. And similarly, the teachings of Chassidus represent the highest level of the Torah, which is the essence of the Torah, which is the oil of the Torah that floats upon the water of the Torah, the revealed Torah. And this is the entire month of Kislev is permeated with the oil of the Torah, with the teachings of Chassidus, starting from the Rosh Hashanah, the new year of Chassidus, and the giving of the Torah of Chassidus on the 19th and 20th of the month of Kislev. Kislev is the third month from Tishrei, but it's also the ninth month from Nisan, or Nisin, which is the first month of the Jewish calendar. So there must be a connection as well to the number nine. We know nine represents the number of truth. The word emet, or truth in Hebrew, is Aleph Mem Tov, which equals 441, which four plus four plus one equals nine. Any number times with nine equals nine. Nine times nine is 81. Eight plus one is nine. Nine times seven is 63. 6 plus 3 is 9. 9 times 5 is 45. 4 plus 5 is again 9. So we see 9 is a letter of MS, a letter of truth. We find the passage, Titain MS Liyakov. God gave truth to Jacob. Comes the question to mind was Jacob false? That he needed truth? What is the meaning God gave truth to Yaakov? However, Yaakov represents creation. For the word Yaakov, Jacob is Yud, Ekev, Yud, the letter Yud, the smallest letter in the Hebrew alphabet alludes to the idea of Tzimtzum, the contraction of creation. And through the fact that God concealed and contracted his light, he went down into the physical world, and the physical world was then created, which is Ekev, the heel of Jacob, implying a world that became dark and hedonistic. However, the truth, the MS is, the truth is that God is the one that created the world. In other words, the average human being, if he looks around the world, you see physical, material things. God is concealed. That is the kes of Kislev. God is concealed in the world. However, our job is to bring the loy, to reveal God to the forefront. And this idea of bringing the truth to tell the whole world that the creator of the universe, who is Almighty God, creates the world every moment, ex nihilo, nothing into something. This is MS, this is truth. And the ability to convey and articulate this message is primarily found in the works of Chabad Hasidism, a Hasidic philosophy, which deals with the MS of the Torah, which deals primarily with the author with God himself, and to understand the ways of God. And that is why perhaps the month of Kislev, which is the month of Geula, and the month of the giving of the Torah of Chassidis, is also the ninth month, 
beginning with the month of Nisan. This idea of Kislev, on one hand being Kes, which means concealed, alluding to the highest levels of godliness that is concealed, even from the angels, and making this readily available, Lloyd to each person, this concept is also underscored with the idea of the tribe of the month, which is Binyamin. What is unique about Binyamin? The Beis Hamikdash was built in the domain of Binyamin. The question is why, and the Medish gives three reasons. Number one, because Binyamin was born in Israel. Number two, he had no conflict with his brothers. He was not involved with the sale of Joseph. And thirdly, he assisted his father in his old age. So the Holy Temple was built in the domain of Binyamin. It was in the month of Kislev that the Jewish people once again regained the control over the Beis HaMikdash and they made a Chanukah. They, they anointed and they rededicated and they initiated once again the temple service. And so Binyamin alludes to this idea of the rededication of the Holy Temple in the month of Kislev. And all of this is underscored with the zodiac of the month, which is the keshes in Hebrew, the, the bow and arrow, or Sagittarius. What is the idea of a bow and arrow? First and foremost, it represents war. It was the fight of the Maccabees, a small little army, over the large Syrian Greek army, and a weak army over a strong army. And they were victorious. Why? Because they used the keshes. They used the bow. Chassidus explains what is the idea of a bow. That when you take a bow and you draw it down the string, you bring it down to your heart, the more and harder and closer you bring it to your heart, the more energy goes into the arrow to go to a farther place. What this means, according to Hasidic philosophy, is that when a person is humble before God. And he says, Let my soul be like the dust of the earth. And he gives over his heart and he surrenders his heart to God, realizing that all of his success is not his own. And he realizes, that all of my success is not my own ingenuity and my energy and my strength but rather it comes from God, then the person has the ability to shoot the arrow much further, to be able to accomplish greater things and, and, and bigger things, swifter and quicker. And this was the miracle of Hanukkah, a small army, but yet they were dedicated to God's holy word, they were dedicated to the holiness of the temple, and because of this, God came to their rescue and they were victorious. This also connects with the letter Samach. The letter of the month is the letter Samach. What is the Samach? The Samach is a round letter. It looks like the English letter O. It's ongoing, alluding to the Ein Sof, the infinite light. Again, the idea of 
Kislev, which we said, Kislev is spelled Chav Samach. Samach alluding to the concealment on the one hand, on the other hand, the Ein Sof, the infinite light, just like a circle is ongoing and it continues, so too God's light is continuous. So in this month we have the ability to access this infinite light through the study of the infinite and the secrets of the Torah, which is the Torahs of Chassidus. And this is connected to the attribute of the month, which is sleep. What is sleep? Where do we find sleep the first time in the Torah? The first time that sleep is mentioned in the Torah is pertaining to Adam, who was the first human being created by God himself, it says over there, And God caused Adam to fall into a slumber, and he slept. What happened from this sleep? It says God made an operation. And according to Kabbalah, Adam and Eve were actually back to back. God took this side of Adam and he now created a wife, Leisha. He made him a wife. And then it goes on to say, And God blessed him, To be fruitful and to multiply and to fill the earth and to conquer the earth. In other words, from going to sleep. A person might think, I go to sleep, I can't do anything. I'm stuck. I'm stymied. But through the sleep, one is able to connect to the source of all energy, the soul is now revived, and the soul now receives the secrets of the Torah. But furthermore, we see that through the sleep, Adam now woke up, and he has a wife. He went to sleep single, and he woke up married. And not only that, he was given the blessing of the Ein Sof, to have children and to multiply and fill the entire world for all generations to come. We are told that the closest that a human being can get to God here in this world is through the fact that we were blessed with the ability to have children. That we can become a creator like Almighty God. And not only that, that makes us eternal. By having children and these children having additional children. And those having another generation of children. It continues to go forever and ever. And therefore we get a taste of God's Ein Sof, the Samach, this ongoing light, this infinite light, which is found primarily in the teachings of Chasidus, which has within it also the letter Samach, implying the Ein Sof, the infinite light of God, the oil that floats above the water. And therefore, if a person sleeps for the sake of God, in other words, to gain strength, to be able to get up in the morning and daven and pray and study Torah and begin with to thank God for returning his soul. And then he uses his energy to work and make money in a kosher way without hurting others and without cheating. And then to use this money to give charity, then the sleep was very beneficial. And then he goes on to say that the 
The Sefer Yitzhira goes on to say that the limb of this month is the keva. What is the keva? The keva is the womb. The womb is the limb of the body for reproduction. Again, implying this idea of God's infinity within the physical realm of nature and within the everyday world. Again, going back to case loy, to take this concealment and making this concealment a reality. Taking this energy, this chaotic energy, this infinite energy, and honing it and channeling it in a way where you can benefit from it. This idea of keva is also connected with the miracle of Hanukkah. We know that the miracle of Hanukkah is directly connected with Jewish women. As the story goes that the general of the Syrian Greek army that was stationed in Israel saw Yehudit, Yehudis, the daughter of the high priest, who's a very beautiful girl, a very beautiful woman, and he wanted to date her, to be with her, and she acquiesced and said, no problem. She invited him over and gave him cheese to eat, and then he became thirsty, and then she gave him wine to drink, and after that she cut off his head. She took his head and put it onto the gates of Jerusalem. When the enemy saw the head of their general on the gates of Jerusalem, they fled. And because of this, women have a major part in the holiday of Hanukkah. And that is why the, the woman can even light the Hanukkah menorah for her husband. And when it comes to the lighting of the Hanukkah menorahs, those half an hour that the candle is obligated to burn after three stars appear, the minhag is, the custom is that women do not do any work to show their connection to the holiday of Hanukkah. And similarly, when it comes to the teachings of Hasidus, we know that the Rebbe has spoken many times that women have a greater obligation, even than men, to learn the teachings of Hasidus. Because of the fact that the mitzvahs that are 24-7, again alluding to the Samach, which is constant, the constant mitzvahs which deal with love of God and awe of God and the unity of God, apply perhaps even more to women than men. Being that men are involved with the other mitzvahs that are time-bound, women focus more on the mitzvahs that are universal. And the mitzvahs that deal with this universality and holiness of God is primarily the teachings of chassidus. And this brings us to the permutation of the month which are the letters Vav Yud Hei Hei of God's tetragrammaton, of God's ineffable name, which spells out the Pasuk in the Torah dealing with the death of Yaakov Avinu. We find that after Jacob died, for 70 days he was still in the land of Egypt. For 40 days they embalmed him. And then for 30 days the entire Egypt cried over him. And then he was brought up to Israel to be buried. He died on Sukkot. And therefore on Hanukkah, he left Egypt and came up to Israel.
So we find the Pasuk here in the Torah, in the book of Genesis, chapter 50, verse number 11. Here it states, Vayar, Yoishev Ha'aretz Haknani. The first four letters of these four words, and the dwellers of the land in Canaan saw, you have the letters Vav, Yud, Hey, and Hey alluding to this tetragrammaton and the permutation of these four letters. What did they see? Says Rashi that when they saw the coffin of Yaakov, they wanted to wage war. The kings of Canaan and the kings of, of the children of Yishmael, which later became the Arabs, wanted to wage war. However, when they saw the crown of Yosef on the Aron of Yaakov, then they realized that this is a holy man, and they all put down their crowns also around his coffin. This is the story that the Torah tells us pertaining to the death of Yaakov Avinu. And we know that Yaakov Avinu loimes the Talmud actually says he did not die. Even though he was embalmed, this is only external. This is only a case, only a covering, but the loy, the true him, was alive. And what do we find here? That they took the crowns and they put it on the coffin of Yaakov Avinu. These crowns, once again, allude, allude to the crown of the Torah, which is the teachings of Chassidus. So throughout the entire month and all the permutations and all of the zodiac and letters and hints and tribes of the month all allude to the same thing. That on one hand we have a force which is case that is so great and so powerful. It is therefore concealed even from the higher angels. At the same time, this month, a month of holidays and a month of Geula, of redemption, one has the ability to tap into Loy and make it his own by accessing these revelations through the study of Hasidic philosophy, which has been made available to every person to learn and to study and to internalize. So we hope and pray that with the miracle of Hanukkah and the rededication of the Holy Temple and in the merit of the teachings of Chassidus, as we know the story that the Baal Shem Tov asked Mashiach, Mashiach, a Mosai Ka'osi Mar, Mashiach, when are you coming? And Mashiach responded, when the wellsprings of your teachings, when the wellsprings of the teachings of Chassidus, will spread forth throughout the entire world, then I will come. And therefore the month of Kislev is a month that we make resolutions to begin to learn and to continue to learn and to strengthen our learning in the oil of Chassidus, in the oil of Torah, which is Chassidus. And furthermore, to access the ways of Chassidus and to bring about this redemption not only on a personal level, but the world around us, and to see Kesloi, to see these revelations in a real way with the coming of Mashiach, and the, and the rededication and the rebuilding of the Third Holy Temple speedily in our days.